Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Our breaking news editor, Charles Capel, is with us. Charles, you every day bring us a whole range of stories about different companies making announcements here in London. You have a big task today as you're trying to draw all of these stories together into themes that we've seen throughout the year and how these companies have reacted to some of the big issues that have moved global markets in 2022. Um, Let's start with high commodity prices. How were UK businesses affected by that? Yeah, I mean, it's really been the story of the year. And it's the year, I think, that we found that the link between commodity prices and corporates, and we've seen it so, so clearly. I mean, the most obvious effects are all of the oil and gas companies that are listed in London, the likes of BP and Shell. They have done enormously well from all of these high commodity prices, particularly oil and gas prices. Shell's second quarter adjusted profit, for example, $11.5 billion dollars objectively that is a huge amount of money to be making in a single quarter glencore also did extremely well they had retained their coal operations as a result they have particularly done well when coal has been put in focus as well but of course with those record earnings also came regulatory scrutiny and the likes of the windfall taxes, which came in, I think it was first announced at the end of May that there'd be a windfall tax. And then we've also seen that extended throughout the year. So when we've been thinking back over this year, it has been the really high commodity prices, which has been great for the people producing or mining the commodities, but not so great for basically everyone else. And we've ultimately seen the bill for that this year. It's been driving inflation. It's been one of the key things behind it, Mm. those higher energy prices and ultimately the consumers, people have seen the bill for it. Yeah, so consumer pain then, does how bad has it been this year and, and does that continue then? Yeah, exactly. And then and then it, the, the, the flip side of those high commodity prices were prices going up everywhere for everything else because the cost of manufacturing, everything got more expensive. The cost of keeping the lights on in restaurants, in pubs, in even just shops became more expensive and as a result consumers started to change their behavior they started to do things like trade down from the premium brands that the likes of unilever and Reckitt produce to those more budget brands and maybe the home the own name brands that you might get in the likes of asda or sainsbury's or tesco's and then we've also seen the price competitiveness between the supermarkets. We have a huge amount of supermarkets listed here in London. And we've started to see a resurgence a bit of the price wars as well. Tesco and Sainsbury's are talking about paying to try and keep those prices low. They're thinking, right, we need to stay competitive. We need to retain our customers. And and so we are willing to accept a bit of a price or an, an, an impact on our margin in order to retain those customers. And at the worst end of the scale, we've seen some companies 
fail to really make it through the year or at least make it through the year in completely different shape the companies that come to mind are both jewels and made.com of course jewels makes you know flashy wellington boots brightly brightly colored wellington boots with flowers and things on them made.com is a very hip millennial uh, furniture maker both of those entered administration this year both were actually bought by next plc and they started i mean made started the year with a 547 million pound market cap and it's now trading at a massive massive discount to that thank you next yeah um (laughs) turning to high interest rates charles of course a big impact on things including the housing market i always like to bring up something that our colleague neil canlan said on air uh, at some point when we were reporting on one of the stories about the housing point that everything everywhere was going wrong all at once in the housing market was that the story played out across home builders yeah it was a little bit and look I think it's extraordinary if you think back to last December, interest rates were at 0.1%, sorry, 0.01%. So just, it was was really, really tiny. Sorry, 0.1%. Now they're at 3.5%. Just think about the change in the market that we have had. And even over the last decade, money has been so, so cheap. Now that effect on the housing market has obviously made... threatened to slow it down a little bit and I think there was a period throughout most of the year where people were thinking right we need to get our deal done if we're looking at moving house if we're looking at buying a new house we need to get our deal done and then there was a turning point probably in the beginning of the fourth quarter it seems or the end of the third quarter where people started to say okay instead of trying to get in behind the interest rates we're going to just put off making any deals and that has led to a bit of a slowing in the housing market housing prices have fallen the home builders who were previously saying their mantra of as long as there's a imbalance of demand as long as there's not enough demand and too much uh, sorry too too much demand and not a not not enough supply house prices will remain resilient we have seen those falling a little bit recently and then the flip side of high interest rates are also banks doing relatively well their net interest margins are improving so that's the difference between the money that they get from loaning the money and the money that they give from holding deposits that has uh, mm. boosted them yeah, and just lastly, a report out in terms of Bloomberg crunching the numbers globally. M&As really had a huge hit down 30% this year. Yeah, exactly. And it's the end of cheap money. If you are a private equity company and you're looking to buy someone, you basically have to do it in cash. And we ha- we did have some deals coming through, but certainly not what we saw last year. And then the IPO market in London particularly has really frozen up. And the ones that did list in l- last year, they haven't done particularly well. And it has has been quite stark that London as a market hasn't had a very positive uh, last year in terms of new listings. Okay, Charles Capel, our breaking news editor, thank you so much for taking us through that roundup of the big themes that UK businesses were affected by uh, this year. More from Charles in the new year in the London rush, but you can always read the newsletter on Bloomberg.com and on the terminal. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.